ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spirit and Steinberg Podcast. Right here with Spears. How y'all feel out there? Ben Butler here. Good evening. Bartholomew Carrington III. Ten dollars a lot of money. Yeah. What time is it? Game time. Bug Space. Kick it. Hey, Andy, I know that you and I are supposed to get together soon, but I'm not going to be able to do it because I'm going to be busy doing other shit. You know, fuck. Oh, Steve. You know, it's very funny, but Steve is very sensitive and he's probably going to think you're being real serious about it. And now he's going to be like, he's going to be editing this and going, I hope he's not really... I wonder. I don't know. Nah, I ain't mad, nigga. It's called a callback. That's comedy, motherfucker. <laughs> now play the music. <laughs> this is from Damien. Top five Eddie Murphy movies. Thanks for reading my email on the last episode regarding the many saints of Newark. My top five Eddie, Eddie movies are 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America, um, Trading Places, and Boomerang. An argument can be made whether or not life can be put in there because it's a great movie that sometimes doesn't get mentioned among Eddie's great films. You also mentioned David Allen Greer being great and underrated in Boomerang. I also believe he's an underrated talent. The man has been brilliant since In Living Color. And even before that, in the Robert Townsend Partners in Crime series from back in the day. Uh, I'm going to let you take first stab at this so I can take a drag of my cigarette. What do you mean first stab? I agree. All right. Well, then that's taking a first stab. Make us say a little bit more <laughs> while I inhale this. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you want me, uh, my Eddie Murphy all-time favorite movies? Of course, Dr. Yeah, Do- Dr. Doolittle. Just- Dr. Doolittle from the top to the bottom, every one I, of them. I know you're not serious. You know I'm not serious. All right. We all have the same. There's, we all have- There's going to be niggas that take you serious when you say that. Dude, we all have the same. Just give me your top five Eddie ones. Just give me your top five. Dude, just- With an honorary mention as number six. Uh. I would I, you know, still my favorite has to be Beverly Hills Cop because it was just it hit the way that it hit. That's uh, one. Uh Coming to America. Two. Uh uh 48 hours. Three. Beverly Hills Cop. You already said that one. That's the next Damn, one. Look at, stop, 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 stop. To the chick who said, Aries, stop when I read the email interrupting Andy during conversation, because you'll fuck up his thought pattern. Damn, me doing the countdown. One. Two, <laughs> fucked up his thought pattern. This nigga couldn't remember two numbers ago into five. He said Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Four? That's what I meant when I was going well, to get to it. But that's not what you said, nigga. But I was going to say it. You just didn't give me the time nah, to but that's not what you said. All right. You were going to correct yourself. Four? Um, you know what? No, I really like it. And, I, and I, I'm probably the minority on this one. I, what's the uh, the golden child? You want that to be five? Yeah, I, I actually thought that that was all right, man. Now, give me an honorary six. 
Boomerang. Well, now, you know what? Boomerang and then the Golden Child is sixth. Okay. So, Boomerang. So, go, so Golden Child is honorary yeah. six. All right. For me, uh, 48 Hours, Trading Places. Oh, Beverly Hills. I forgot Trading Places. Uh, yeah. Do your order again. Do your order again. It's just five. You can do it. Yeah. Put Trading Places in. Take out. Uh, put Boomerang at number six. Put uh, uh, trading pla- Move Trading Places into the top five. So Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, Trading Places, 48 Hours, that's 4. Then what's 5? Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2. Now you're making me try to remember shit. What did I say? You, you just said Golden Child, Boomerang. No, take out Boomerang. Take out Golden Child. Oh, um, Coming to America. Coming to America, 5. Yeah. So then you got Golden Child and yeah. then uh, Boomerang. Whew. Oh, everybody, take a drink of water. That's tough. Uh, I don't remember yeah. like that. Mine is uh, 48 Hours Trading Places, Beverly Hills Cop 1, Beverly Hills Cop 2. And this is where it gets tricky for me. Because <sighs> I like Boomerang, but not enough to be in the top five. I like Life, which I think is underrated, but it's an honorary, not a top five. I want to say Coming to America and Coming to America was great, but it didn't do for me what it did for everybody else. But it's up there. I almost want to say another 48 hours. Nah, man. They, you keep, uh, over uh, Coming to America, I don't get that at all. The cast, everyone in it, the, 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 the story. I know, I know, I know, but it felt like, it felt like a Happy Meal from McDonald's. Dude, you, it, 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 there, there was no reason for anybody to be upset. And I like when Eddie makes movies that cause people to be a little upset. Grittiness. Yeah, grittiness. But you know what you just talked about? How no one pulls people so up. Another 48 hours felt like a bag of, a brown paper bag filled with fried fish and shrimp pieces. And the bag's greasy. Dude, but you just talked about how people don't pull other people up. And here's Eddie Murphy pulling, putting a movie together that pulled everyone in. Yeah. And you're about ready to just go, yeah, it didn't do it for me. Yeah, I'm just saying, no, no, listen, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, coming to America is fucking like a strong eight. But in terms of what I like, I prefer Gritty Eddie. You didn't like Golden Child because it's not gritty. Golden Child, Golden Child was cool. It was cool. I like the broad in there more than I like the movie. Yeah, in Boomerang, you didn't like the young Holly Berry? I thought Boomerang was fantastic. But again, this is now Eddie. This is Eddie Murphy Wizards. Eddie Murphy. That's Eddie Murphy in the Wizards jersey. I like Eddie in the fucking Chicago six six North Carolina. The dude, Grace Jones birthing that fucking uh, perfume. I the bill. That makes that movie up there. Just that alone makes that movie. And up that there had for me. nothing to do with him. No, but that shit's fucking funny. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But it felt wizards. <laughs> you still put I up, like Reggie Hammond, nigga. Dude, he still put up 20. Ray Valentine. He still put up 20. A strong 20. And so so even a 25. <laughs> but them other ones, Eddie, 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 red, white, and black jersey put up fitty, nigga. <laughs> fitty. And championships. With style. And championships. 
Yeah, all right. man. All right, I give that to you. But I, I just um, I like that movie. I just thought it was a it was a cool movie. And I think David Allen Greer is one of the most underrated comedic performers. Not by comedians, though. But not by comedians. What do you mean? I think comedians know how fucking funny he is. Yes. He's underrated yes. by the populace, but not by... Uh, but I think that's because he also doesn't get enough body of work to prove how funny he could be. Yeah. But in, in, the, in the comedy community, everybody knew how funny he was. Mm-hmm. Real quick, side note. I'm going to try to jump to his email next because it broke my heart to know that we fucked up. Uh, our boy Mookie wrote me an email and said, how could y'all not have me in the intro song? Oh. We didn't, son. So here's what we're going to do, Mook, because I'm about to read your email next. Andy and I are going to record just that. Me going, Mookie, and I'm going to send it to Steve and have Steve put that in there. You know what, dog? Sometimes niggas just fuck up. And, 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 and as much as you've been a loyal from the day one, slap myself. Matter of fact, next time you could you see me, I want you to air slap the shit out of me. And I'm, I, I mean, to the point where I have mucus come out my mouth and, and smack the wall. How dare I? Um, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. You know, it's almost like, don't think of it in gay terms, but of like you was my girl. And I just forgot it was our anniversary. You know I love you to death, but I forgot. Like Ruben Stuttered said in his song, Sorry. It's like I missed a shot. It's like I dropped the ball. Damn, I'm sorry. And I forgot your birthday on 02-14-03. Damn, I'm sorry. All right. Um... Dude, Let's see if we can. You should be. Yes. Don't worry, you're not, you should. Uh, you should go try uh, America's Got Talent. Shit, I ain't gonna win that motherfucker. <laughs> I'd be nervous as hell to have me sitting there and have that nigga. Could you sing? The, could you sing in who? front of people? In front of? Could you? I mean, I know you're a performer. Mm-hmm. We all know that. But yes. if you had to remove comedy and you couldn't do any comedy, you couldn't act. Right. You had to go up there and fucking from the fucking. Grab your nutsack and fucking go out there and from the depths of my soul and sing. Would you be? Could you do it in front of a house? Could you do it? It's it's not the people that would bother me. It's the fact that I know I'm I'm not a singer like that. Like I I can cheat, nigga. Like when I go um, ten dollar, a lot of money. Like I said, my mother's a singer, so and I do impressions, so I can have an ear. And I can do certain things. But if I had to really belt out a fucking tune, nigga, I would drown like the Titanic. But as far as cheating, if I could just have to do little shit, I can, I could, I could, I could get the pussy lips moist. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm hungry. Oh, what's that one song? I shower sing. Um, so you have it, my baby. And it seems so much to me. There's nothing more precious than to raise a family. But I'm I bullshit, nigga. I'm not, you know, I ain't no real singer, nigga. But I definitely make the pussy go whoop. But Eddie, Eddie isn't a singer either, and he put out an album. Put your mouth on me. Who taught you how to do that? Not your mouth, not your teeth. 
Put your mouth on me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sweet baby, lips are for kissing. Your smile's electric. Your lips look sweet enough to eat. Yeah, baby. Get the fuck out of here, dude. But Let me tell you something. Eddie <laughs> is good comedically, but Jamie Foxx sings. Sing, yeah. Eddie looks like he put all James Brown in his one shoulder. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, every now and then, man, you smuggle these comedic nuggets through your ass through the penal system. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's, it's, if you could get past the mountain of shit surrounding what you've smuggled in your... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jew butt cheeks. <laughs> Nigga, you'll be having some diamonds, son. <laughs> All right. That's for my boy Mookie. I got a bone to pick with y'all niggas. Bone prick. How the hell did Mookie not make the brand new intro? Even the bathtub nigga is in the intro. My heart hurts. <laughs> but anyway, that Dave Chappelle special, The Closer, is straight. No pun intended. But Aries, you need to chill on your assessment on him. He good, but you make him out to be the Allen Iverson crossover. Relax, my nigga. He funny, but you speak on him like he feed a thousand people with a loaf of bread and walked on water. Whoever is in charge of that new intro, we got to talk ASAP. I don't do this stuttering shit for nothing. I'll (laughs) holler at y'all, my niggas. 300 episodes. Let's fucking go. Mookie, we're going to get you, baby. I promise you. Um, Did that, but the way we made that, we can adjust that. That's how we made that intro is that you can adjust it. You can, yeah, you, that's what, yeah. So I like the, uh, yeah, we can have some more fun. Um, and listen, I had a dude hit me up on my Instagram and said, get off Dave's dick. Um, hey man, fuck that, man. I'm calling it what it is. I'm calling it what it is. And again, because comedy is subjective, there are a few small percentage people of people out there who don't who don't who will say, yo, Dave's not funny to me. He's not all that. And you're entitled to that. That's why it's subjective. But you're out of your fucking minds. I can tell you. This nigga's brilliant. Matter of fact, while I was in Tampa and I and I told Andy this and I did it while we were in Nyack, Nyack I dusted off my record. I blew the dust off an old joke where I too talk about transgenders. I don't do it as lengthy and as in-depth as Dave. But, yo, I does that too, son. And I did it in Tampa. But the first thing I said was, hey, yo, man, it feel like... Because first I, I did the new transgender joke I do. And I go, I'm glad you guys could laugh at that. I did that jokes a couple of weeks ago uh, in front of some millennials. I hate them cocksuckers. Then I went out to go, I think it feels like comedy's under siege right now. And I got to take my hat off to Dave Chappelle for that brilliant special, The Closer, because he's going to be the one to lead the fight to getting us out of this bullshit. And the audience thunderously applauded. So my point is, I'm not alone in this assessment. People understand how great this nigga is. And you got to give credit what credit is due. I, I, I think that uh, 
if you're a comic and you can't see the genius in it, then you you need to reevaluate your your comedic stance. I understand that people subjectively might go, he doesn't make me laugh like other people make him make them laugh. I get that. But as a comic, you see the genius in what he's doing with comedy. And that's what makes us go, this dude. Mm-hmm. And listen, I've said numerous times, D.L. Hewley's my boy. I love D.L. D.L. supports me in ways that a lot of motherfuckers talk shit but don't. But I've also been honest. I understand the brilliance of D.L. Hewley. But he just doesn't make me laugh comedically. That's not to say he's not funny. He's a fucking genius, but his style doesn't get me like, you know, Dave's gets me or Patrice. Um, and that's not a slight. That's just, you know, a different style. Um, now, speaking of emails, let's read this one from the nigga in the bathtub. Because I know if I skip it, uh, we may never hear from this nigga again. I think we got to change his name from Coach to just... Bathtub. The nigga in the bathtub. Well, you could you could call him that. I'll just call him bathtub. <laughs> bathtub. You should say, hey, Aries, let's read for bathtub. And I'll go, you mean a nigga in? <laughs> it's a two-parter. We'll do a little Abbott and Costello this shit. Dude, read that uh, email from the bathtub. The nigga in? Yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. See? We already, look, 30 seconds and we figured it out. Uh, director, Cull Soul. Aries and Andy, if you could be directors of your own action comedy movie, what scene locations would y'all choose to sh- to shoot your film? Uh, hold up a second. Okay, this nigga got three questions, so let me answer that piece by piece. New York City. It is one of my fucking fantasies to shoot any movie in New York City. But an action movie? Oh, I would jizz all over myself in between takes. Uh, you want to answer that, Andy? Uh, I've been directing that movie for 56 years. In New York City? No, my head right now. I mean, I, that's all my whole life. But what, has what, been, what city would it have been? Dude, I, you know where I'm at right now. I, I love New York. Uh, but there's some other places that would be kind of cool to do, like Australia. Australia, I've never been there, but I just imagine it would be cool to do something in, you know, an outback. Get me out of you. Know, <laughs> get me out you of You want to shoot a... You want to shoot a movie here, Mike? Good eye. <laughs> Do something different, but now, New York is still my is still my place. But I'm telling you, uh, if I was to do the movie that I'd want to do, I'd probably go back to Tucson to do the movie. Damn, Honestly, what movie is this? I, I, I have a movie uh, about a restaurant, and uh, I would do it in Tucson because I would need a place that is very dull. Okay. Um, second question: If you could cast several actors. Jesus, three actors and three actresses for your film. Who would they be? Jesus, I'd love to work with Denzel, Eddie Murphy, and uh, a cool white guy. Uh, you know, comedically, Vince Vaughn uh, or Brad Pitt. Actresses, um, I don't give a fuck. Uh, as long as they're all sexy. <laughs> uh, I got Angela Bassett. I would love to do something with Angela Bassett. Yeah, mine's way different, man. Go ahead. Paul Giamatti. Oh, you like that dude. Yeah, I think he's a great actor. I think he's okay. I think he's a great actor. And then I'd want someone like really cool. Just like really cool. Like uh man. Someone 
Like, like someone really, like I was going to say Brad Pitt, but he doesn't have that same cool that he used to have. He's young. Brad Pitt isn't there anymore. Um, he's he's Wizards Brad Pitt. Yeah, he is Wizards Brad Pitt. Someone that has whoever was new that has that that fucking that thing. I need someone like that. But I really like what you said about uh, oh yeah, Mark Wahlberg. I'll do Paul Giamatti, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that's nice, nice. And uh, uh, and I got to do. I got to get my guy. Um, who my 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 dude played Basquiat. Now I can't even remember. Dude. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, I'd get Jeffrey Wright. That would be a cool setup right there. I could just see you and Mark Wahlberg. Andy, you want to go over lines? Let's go over lines. <laughs> Do you know your character? Do you want to talk about your character? Let's talk about your character. Um, actresses, who would you pick? Dude, I... Uh, you got to have your girl. The black girl. Of course. Kerry Washington. Washington. I said, of course. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, dude, I, I don't know. I have this thing for Angelina Jolie. I don't know what it is. And she's still... It's, it's, called, a, it's, called, a, it's called an erection. <laughs> But she's such a badass, though, too. She really is. There's a movie. Okay, that's that's doable. There's a movie that she made when she was really young called uh, Gia. It was about a uh, about a model. Yeah, I remember that. She did a great job as a young actress doing that movie. I thought she did a great job. And and uh, Renona Renona Ryder. I I don't know why, but oof. Yeah. Was that a car crash? Yeah, I think that. Winona Winona Ryder. I, I can't say it, man. Yeah. Uh, you could barely think it, much less say it. I know your mind and I, I mouth is playing like. Marco Polo, nigga. Yeah, I know what she looks like. So why no? Let me go back. Why no? Ryder. There, did I say it Okay, right? there you go. Let me go back. Uh, be specific. Um, Angela Bassett. Um, Demi Moore. That's a, I got a I got a thing for Demi. That's Moore. That's a nice pick. Um, and then the third one, I'd have to say Queen Latifah, just so she could slam me with them big titties. <laughs> Uh, and a bear hug on a table. Tackle you? Call it the, call, yeah, call it the equalizer. Glasses. Yeah. I, I want to say Michelle Pfeiffer because I've always liked Michelle Pfeiffer, but I, she just seems very, uh, she's very serious now. So I don't know that I would, I, I couldn't be that serious. Right. On the last day of shooting, an incident occurs where one of your actors is causing an unpleasant work environment for the other actors and crew. He or she decides they'll put the entire film in jeopardy because they are simply having a bad day. How are you going to handle this as you have a few hours left with the last scene ready to suit, shoot? Uh, shut the fuck up and hope for the best. Dude, when, you, on uh, Jerry Maguire. Yes. Did anybody have a bad day that you had to deal with? No. Nigga, um, who, Cameron Crowe directed it, but the DP was Steven Spielberg's main guy, Janowski something. When Steven's people get involved, you know the fucking protocol. You be on your best behavior. Yeah. No. What about on the past? Did anybody have a bad day on the past? Nah. That seemed like there'd be some fun shit right there. Was it fun? Yeah, it was. Like I said, we shot that in Miami, nigga. One of my first times. I think it was my second time ever in Miami. Fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what would make someone I, I I you hear stories about people having a bad time, but that's why I picked yeah, I, people I picked. I wouldn't want to have a bad time with them. Yeah. Love and peace, Godmother. <laughs> All right. Um, incidentally, guys, something that Andy and I discussed that we're quite excited about. Um 
there's a young there's a there's a, there's a young woman slash once upon a time ago was a dude named Emily Patton who we're gonna have on the podcast got an email and we had an email exchange he she and I uh, and uh, we're gonna have this person on the podcast to talk about um, what their gripe was with me and the Chappelle thing. Um, Andy, tell me what you think I should do. Should I save it for another uh, email episode or can we read the back and forth between me and this person? I almost think we should do that to the, to the cold open of the episode. Great fucking idea. Great fucking idea. So yeah, we're going to reach out to this person because and I remember Andy said when we talked about this, we should have the right representation um, to counterbalance some of what we think and talk about and set us straight. Um, so uh, hopefully this happens. And this to me will be a bigger, bigger deal as when we have Brother Rizzo Islam on. Because we're going to go straight to the source. Um, so there it is. Uh, Nick D, HBO Classics. Oh, shit. <laughs> what, mm. Why during the email episodes? Why does it happen during the email episodes? Because I'm not used to reading and breathing. <laughs> <laughs> so one flow is disrupting another flow. Okay, fair enough. I, I'll give you that. Right. I'll give you that. That made, it actually made some sense. Right. I could do one or the other, nigga, but I can't read and breathe. Um, Nick D, HBO Classics. What's happening, A-Dog and San Andreas? I like that, Nick. After seeing the new trailer for the Batman on the Warner Brothers Instagram page, which looks amazing, yeah, I can't wait. I seen another post saying, rank these HBO Classics. Um, the Wire, Sopranos, Game of Thrones, and Band of Brothers. Now, I got the Sopranos joint first with Band of Brothers. The Wire second, and I've not seen Game of Thrones. Don't waste your time. And don't plan on watching it. But it got me thinking, I don't think I've heard you guys talk about Band of Brothers before. For one, for one off, 10-part series, it is perfect and it's the definition of man food. And that's why as much as I love The Sopranos, and this is my favorite, I really can't pick one over the other. But good to hear your thoughts on it because it has to be the greatest war theme series and or film ever made. Absolutely. Yay. He. Yay. He. Peace. Nick D. P.S. I hear your frustrations with the Saints of Newark, but I kind of liked it for what it was. Yes, it was disjointed and a bit rushed, but there were enough Easter eggs in there. For example, Silvio's hair, Junior's back problem the opening scene in the graveyard, the final scene at the funeral, and a bit of background on Olivia and others and that overall. I didn't mind it because it was answered. It answered a few questions and gave some insight. Providing it leads into more films and series, only time will tell. You know, the thing about it is niggas don't eat fucking Italians, don't eat Easter eggs. We eat managat and lasagna and pasta and rigatoni. We don't eat fucking Easter eggs. You got to make a movie with Italians and put it Easter eggs. You got to put in pasta. How about hidden pasta? We run around looking for pasta and we find the fucking Chagoli and a Pagoli and a Gabagola. Maybe find um, stuffed shells. Big stuffed shells. Find a bunch of fucking stuff. That's a fucking good idea. See, that's why you got to fucking stay with these Jews. They fucking know. Um, dude, I, and I said this a million times. 
I could never do Band of Brothers, man. I'm squeamish, nigga. I cannot do that kind of gore. It's the reason why I never probably watched one of the greatest war movies ever with Tom Hanks. The, what was the movie with Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Yes, nigga, Tom Hanks, directed by Steven Spielberg. The war movie. What the? I'm, oh, I'm sure. God, I know it exists. I don't know. Killing me. This guy's killing me. It, it was too graphic. It's too graphic. I can't see explosions. Dudes with their intestines hanging out. Fucking brain matter being shot over the over the fucking on the beach. I, I can't do it, man. Oh, I, I, I know what movie you're talking about. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now, but I do remember what you're talking about now. Um, That's the one with Matt a, Damon. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I just, I can't, it's too much for me. It's too much for me. And Andy knows it. And I've said it. I, I if I get hot wings and the fucking chicken bone <laughs> is broken and piercing the skin, I'll throw the whole fucking order away. Dude, I, I can't do it. And he's not lying. The, uh, uh, we were at, uh, we're at West Nyack and the wings are really good. You guys. And, Absolutely uh, fantastic. And he opens up the plate and the kitchen's already closed. And on the top, there's just this broken leg. And it's just, it, it, and he just looks at me and he goes, he has his head turned. He's not looking at it. He just has it open. And he goes, Andy, will you, would you just take that one out? <laughs> take that one out. And I go, I'm going to take it home. And I took that one home to eat. But yeah, he can't, he won't even touch it. He doesn't even want to touch it because if he touches it, you're going to end up throwing the whole thing away. I'll throw the whole fucking dish away and go to bed hungry. I, I I can't. I don't like that type of gore. It makes me queasy. My knees get weak. I, 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 I'm too old for that shit. So any of those movies where you see the accent, like the bones sticking out, that's you're just done. Yeah, no, can't do it. And you talking about a 10-part series? Nah, son. <laughs> nah. I, I, I've never, and, I'm, and I've never been a big war movie guy anyway. I, I like I I never did the series. I, I don't mind a war movie. There's some war movies that I think are all right, but I never I didn't do the series Band of Brothers. I didn't. And uh, like I said, don't waste your time on Game of Thrones, dude. I think if you really let yourself get into it, it's not. I I watched some episodes, but it's not. It didn't get me to go back and finish. Yeah, but I wish I knew. All these people are talking about the ice goblins or whatever there everybody has these like their their characters that they love and i i don't know what they are yeah, yeah it's too close to dressing up and going to the convention <laughs> you know my 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 fandom my geekdom only goes so fucking far i i, I can only do i got to be casual friday when you niggas is doing that shit i'm not wearing the uniforms would you buy if they had the batmobile for sale would you drive that would you buy that yes okay that's so, different so that you will go you'll go what do you mean? If I had the Batmobile, if I could get it, I had to dress up. No, you just. But you would drive the car. You wouldn't dress up. But you would. You your fandom goes. You know how much pussy the Batmobile will get you, nigga. <laughs> That's different, son. <laughs> do you don't you don't think those guys that dress up? Do you know that's what gets them pussy because they ain't getting it without it. They get the same kind of pussy as them. The bitches that dress up. Whatever works. That's comic book, comic book coach, nigga. Yeah, whatever. I don't works. want comic book coach. I just want a reason to say comic book coach. Gooch. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, John Tay Taylor. All right. 
I've heard enough. Nobody mentioned it, so I will. Andy, I rock with you, but I have to point it out. Why do you always try to finish Aries' sentences, the same words he was going to say, like you thought about it first? It's hilarious the confidence you have when you do it. Love the pod, big truck driver from Louisiana. Do I do it? Go ahead. No, do I do it? Yeah, you do a little bit. Sometimes? All the time? Uh, not all the time, but you do do it. All right. I don't know, because we're, yeah, having, listen, a, we're having a conversation. We're, we're we're in harmonious sync, Jante. And think of it like basketball or, or like any sport. Two niggas in the outfield going for the same ball. Uh, and they crash into each other. I just think when you're having two niggas going two niggas going for the rebound and one of them has to go, I got it. But they both got their hands on the ball. I don't know. I just, just I just have I'm just having a conversation, so I never even noticed. Like I guess maybe sometimes I'm saying it because I'm thinking it at the same I don't know. I, I never thought of it that way. You know, Andy, sometimes it's okay to go tell people to go fuck themselves. Yeah, but, you know, if you notice something... Just because you said with conviction, it don't mean shit to me. <laughs> you go fuck yourself, convict. Sometimes you got to be that big black bear, nigga. We got to put that on. We got to have that pulled just, just, uh, just to have that ready to go. You know what? It might be time because, you know what? We, we've crossed the threshold of 300 episodes. It might be time to replace Can You Feel It, Baby? With, just because you said with conviction, it don't mean shit to me. You don't fuck yourself, convict. <laughs> Might be time. I nigga. like that. Mm-hmm. I do. I like that a lot. Um, okay. Uh, Chris Cozy, Beach Street versus Break It. That was that era when they did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fat boys right there. Fat boys are back. And you know, they will never be whack. All right. Chris Cozy. Beach Street versus Breaking. What's good, ANA? Hope all is well. Um, Beach Street is better than Breaking. Only because it was more authentic and was mostly filmed in the Bronx in the 80s during the rise of hip hop. So they brought nothing but the realness. I'm an 80s kid born and raised in the Bronx. So breakdancing, graffiti, and hip-hop music is the essence of the Bronx. Breaking was just LA's version of hip-hop part two. Oh, it was just LA's version of hip-hop. Now, see, this is where periods and shit come into play. Because if you had put a period after hip-hop, then I would have known that part two was a new sentence instead of running it together like LA's version of hip-hop part two was trash. You know what I mean? People, come on, man. This ain't the Autobahn, nigga. Part two was trash when they tried to save the building from tearing down. A young ice tea was spitting bars and breaking one. The light-skinned dude, rest in peace with the zoot suit, hat always resembled the DeBarge family to me. And Turbo was a beast with the moves. I might sound biased because I was born in the 80s, but hands down, the 80s was the best era. Here's a line from one of my favorite 80s movies, Growing up, catches bullets with his teeth, nigga. Please, you know what that was, Andy? No. Last Dragon, nigga. Show enough. Okay. All right, you just didn't remember. You know the movie, but you yeah, just didn't you remember. made you. You're the one who got me to watch it. Yeah, uh, I see. We got 301 episodes in a catalog. Let's keep going. Thank you, Chris Cozy. Um, 
Oh, I got to read this from my boy, Timmy Doyle. This is the nigga. He's kind of like the leader of our group when we play Call of Duty. It's Tim Doyle, white guy. How often do you play uh, this Call, Call of Duty thing that you do? Nigga, we playing tonight. Um, we playing every, you know, a little often. Uh, when I really wasn't going on the road too much, we really was getting it in. But once I started getting back on the road now, I can only get it in so often. Uh, sounds like marriage. Um, but Tim Doyle, the leader, uh, then we got my man, Chad, the bearded one out of Miami, black nigga who's always late. Then we got my boy, uh, Carlos out of San Diego, Hispanic. Um, so the four of us be rocking. Andy, I really wish you could get into this because it's so much fun, dude. When you got four dudes all online, all with headsets, playing a game with the weapons and killing the zombies, nigga, this shit is bananas, man. Um, but yeah, Tim Doyle, what's up, baby? Uh, Tim Doyle writes, uh, hey, yo, what up, guys? Haven't dropped you guys an email in a bit, but a couple of takes from the past episodes. One, many saints of Newark. I have mixed feelings. Just like you guys, I hope they keep it going. Two, the closer. Did you, oh, I meant to say this too. Did you notice the two big white women, mother and daughter? Yeah. I think, damn, they did not look happy with Dave's content. Let me stop reading for a second. Dude, I meant to mention this on the podcast. There was somebody who put a clip on the internet where when Dave tells the joke, the way his body is positioned, it's perfect. Because in the middle, you see the mother and daughter and they zoom in on them. Andy, they are not having it. It's, they were having it in the beginning, but when it was white people, when yes. he said white, when I have, I think it's when they says I had an issue with white people. And then, no, no, right. They were with it. What got them it was because they cut to their face when Dave was doing the transgender yep. shit. Yeah. And them two bitches look like they definitely knew transgenders. They weren't having it. It was priceless. Um, three, how to listen to the pod debate. Once again, I've been listening since you guys were on Jay Moore's podcast. I haven't had to play a lot of catch up. I did, however, listen to the newest while catching up. Asking people to start from the beginning and go in order may actually hurt you in the long run. I don't know how podcasts work, but wouldn't potential Sopranos look at your recent episode listens slash downloads and not episode 15 and 20? Love you guys. Keep cranking out the chef's kiss content. Uh, I like that chef's kiss content. Yeah. I think he's talking about my man Jada. <laughs> um, Timmy. Um, yeah, Timmy. At this point, I think we both we all know that besides the fact I'm predominantly right, uh, people are <laughs> going to people are people are going to do what works for them. But did you hear so his great point? Yes, yeah. yes. It's a mixed bag of nuts. At this point, yeah. people are going to do what they do and what works for them. Um, but the ones who listen to me know that I'm right. Believe that you're right. Okay. Anything else you want to add? No, I, I I agree with him, though, on what he's saying. Yeah. You want our our most recent episodes to have the most listens. Yes. Um, <sighs> Black Sinatra. Uh, shit trap email. Um, hey, yo, ANA, hope y'all are good. Just finished the GOAT episode and I'm going to be as short as I can. I recently had a conversation with a transgender person. 
They proceeded to tell me if they were interested in me and I refused their advances based on them not being an organ woman, organic woman, then am I a homophobe and a transphobe? Let me be the first to tell you the person isn't the only one to think like this. What do you guys think of this? Besides, this is becoming too rich, too is becoming too much. This idea, uh, why do you keep doing that? This idea that if we don't see them as real women makes us any kind of phobic points out the lunacy of that thinking. You guys made excellent points during the podcast, but Andy, I must say, you're sounding more and more PC. And I've been listening from the beginning. I peeped the progression. Keep doing your thing, fellas. Um, listen, at the end of the day, it's all about your choice and your comfortability, which you have the right. And we keep saying the same shit. You have the right to feel how you feel. Um, and you have the right to like what you like. Um, as long as your personal feelings and what you like doesn't um, fuck with anybody else's lifestyle and their safety uh, and their rights. Um, I think so much of this shit is being blown out of proportion, which is, again, why I say that Dave was a genius and what he did in his execution. Um, you know, uh, no, I don't think it makes you fucked up if, if you're not into that. You can't force me to be into something I ain't into. I don't give a fuck how much you tell me escargot is delicious. I'm not eating snails, nigga. I'm not doing it. Um, I didn't get the PC part on my part. I, I, I believe in humanity. And if someone is feels trapped in a different body, I'm more, I'm all for them to, to feel and live the way they need to in life to feel, to enjoy life. But that I've never said, though, that I have to like you just saying, I don't have to agree. Uh, like, I, I'll i be honest if, and, and, you know, I'll hold me to it. Don't hold me to it. If someone if I saw someone and I met them and I talked to them and then I found out that they were uh, they were trans, it would affect me not on how I judge them as a person. But if, if I was looking for someone to be in a relationship with, that would be a, that would be something that. I would have to deal with it. Wouldn't come. It wouldn't come to me in a way where I was like, so yeah, that's cool. I would, I, I don't know how I would react to that. I got to be honest. I don't think I would react uh, in, in, I don't think I'd be comfortable with it. That, that does not make me a bad person. That makes me an honest person. And if you think me saying that makes me politically correct, I'm really saying that I believe people have the right to live a life. I, I just, I, I'm, being honest, it, it would how it affects you as a person. I, I'm glad there's people out there who can say it wouldn't affect me, and I hope that they're being honest. And that's great; those people are there for them. I'm there to let to say that I want people to enjoy their life. They should be able to have live the life they would, but that doesn't mean I have to be part of it. And and I said this the other day, and I don't mean this to be come off negatively. It the tra the trans community has had a long time to adjust. We've seen people who make decisions, careful decisions. You see people come out and say, now that they're going to transition into, it took them years to get there. Why do I have to get there overnight? How do I have to be comfortable overnight if it took them all these years to get to where they're going? And even if you never get there, 
that's all right. As long as I am not against you. I'm not. I'm for you. I'm just, I have my own problems. Uh, where are we at time-wise? We're, we're right about there. All right. Let me read one more. Um, from my boy, Junebug Spide. Who made the... Yes, who did. <laughs> that nigga raped me, daddy. All right. Um, uh, hold on a second. Um, yo, Aries, he puts in big back, black bro print. Yo, what's, Aries is not to be fucked with. Yo, what's good, Aries and Andy? Man, both of you guys put on a show at Levity Live. That was my fourth time seeing Aries live, but my first seeing Andy. Andy, you did great. You worked the room. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, God. Andy, you did great. You worked the room uh, well, and your honesty about your son and his condition was respected by everyone in the crowd. You look comfortable up there on stage. Keep, do, keep doing your thing. Great things are coming to you. Now, on to you, Aries. Bruh, first off, I respect that you walked the room before the show. You had your game face on with your headphones in. I bet you had on some hyped up aggressive hip hop. My guess, DMX, where my dog's at? Right here. See them dogs right there. Get them, dog. Right where? Them niggas right there? Yeah. Um, when I first approached you, I told you who I was, but I know you didn't catch on to it because it was loud in the venue and announcements were being made. But you were still cool enough to give me some dap. I laughed so hard through your set. First off, the lady from Wales played herself when she made her comment about your British accent. The minute she opened her up, opened up her mouth, I knew she was in trouble. I tell people all the time, if you go to Aerie's show, don't interrupt him because after that, you're going to wish you never did. But you handled it in a professional manner. Uh, the diabetes alert was another hilarious moment. I felt the crowd that night was the best I've ever been in. Nobody was obnoxious. The people that you cracked on took it well. Nobody was sensitive or walked out. Me, my girl, and our four friends that we came with had a great time. After the show, you finally caught on to who I was. Andy was cool as hell. He welcomed me, he welcomed me over when he heard me say Junebug. Uh, wouldn't that be some shit if Andy would have said, boy, I'll come here, Spade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, bu- 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 uh, I know we both was. Perfect, but, uh, fuck, cool as hell. After the show, you finally caught on to who I was. I know you both don't know me personally, but you both made me feel like you were all, we were all boys and knew each other for years. I appreciate the dope interaction we had. Aries, you had us cracking up while taking the pick. He whispers, why you raped that white girl? We all lost it, and I started laughing. To all the podcast listeners, please go and support Aries and Andy. They are genuinely good dudes in real life and put on an excellent show. Sorry for the long email. Just wanted to share my experience and show my appreciation for the both of you. Signing off Aries Spears' voice, Junebug Spade. Uh, there it is. Yeah, bro. It was great seeing you, baby. Like, you know, we appreciate when we meet some of the and a fam, you know what I mean, son? Uh, so it was good seeing you, as was Shamor. Um, what was that nigga's name? LeBron something, or what was it? LeBron, the other nigga with Shamor that night. 
LeBron Smith, whatever that nigga's name was. And then Justin, um, uh, Justin, I forgot Justin's last name. Fuck. Justin and all the motherfuckers that uh, come up and show love, baby. Uh, appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. This always feels, and again, I'm glad you understand, like, and Andy's explained it. When I got my headphones in and it's game time, you know, I be, I be focused. Uh, but afterwards, when it's time to come up, especially when you buy a merch and you're spending some money, it's time for me to hug the shit out you. <laughs> Uh, but there it is. Now I love when people get mad at you because you have they don't realize you have your headphones in, or they do realize, but they just think that they 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 sh- you should be in the moment with them. Yeah. Hey, can I get a picture? Um, after the show, I got you, motherfucker. Like that's a no. It's after the show, motherfucker. Calm down. <sighs> I just, I I don't. I don't think I need to say these things, but I want to say them because I don't understand it when people come to a show and I watch this happen. You're excited because you're seeing someone that you've known for a long time. Not personally, but you've known them for a long time. Aries, on the other hand, is not excited because he's never met you before. And not that I wouldn't be excited about meeting you, but you know, when it's game time, what time is it? Game time. Hey. When it's that time, I, I, I you know, I'm, yeah. you know, you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to drop this deuce, deuce, nigga. <laughs> I'm, I've been trying to come up with words that you're going to say so I could say them real quick at the end, but I haven't, I That's haven't caught on funny. to you. I was trying, That's but I haven't funny. caught up any. Yeah, go fuck yourself, convict. Um, yeah, that's funny. All right, uh, that's it. That's it. Oh, okay. Give out the dates, and then I'll do the music shit, okay. and then we could separately record. Um, I throw a. I didn't say that on there. Um, we're gonna be uh, as you're listening to this. You're listening to this Thursday, so the following day, Friday, the twenty second through the twenty fourth, we're gonna be at the West Palm Improv. Uh, following week, uh, the 29th and 30th will be at the Orlando Improv. By the way, the West Palm Improv, going back, it's two shows, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, 29th, two shows, uh, the 29th and 30th, that's at the Orlando Improv. And on the 4th of November through the 7th, we'll be at the Ontario Improv in California. I will be in West Nyack on the 18th, running my hour. And Aries, you're going to be, you said you're going to be, where are you going to be? Me, mommy, Florida. Do you have a place out there? What, what are you doing? Uh, the Bitcoin. Um, oh, the Bitcoin thing. Yeah, you said that. The Bitcoin where crypto show. Do you know where it's at? Uh, it's at the, I want to say the Lowe's Hotel. Uh, it's at a hotel in Miami. I know I'm not giving y'all good specifics, but uh, I will next episode. It's on the website though, right? Oh, my website? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, we got to get that on there. Uh, and then uh, Laugh Boston at the end of the month, the 8th uh, and the, uh, the sorry, the 28th and 29th. We're going to be there. And that Does is a Sunday and Monday show. It's to get you out of the house shit. after dealing with your family Dude, all Thanksgiving. Fucking wicked kid. A driver Bye. who don't have his combat boots tucked in because it's, and this is where you finish the sentence with me. Because he thinks he's special fucking bosses. <laughs> he was late as a motherfucker. Way to let your true white man color I show. Did. I did. I dropped it in late. No, because if you was white, you'd be on time. time. So you dropped your black balls on that one. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, coming up, coming up, coming up, coming up. Uh, this is Junior Slater. Legacy. Uh, you, you won't regret this. Fuck, I think the song is called uh, One Love. Instagram, Junior Slater. J-U-N-I-O-R-S-L-A-T-E-R-R. Twitter, I am Junior Slater. I-A-M-J-U-N-I-O-R-S-L-A-T-E-R. Facebook, Junior Slater, spelled as such. Junior and then Slater. Um, and then he gives out his Apple, Tidal, and YouTube links. Spotify, I can't give out the links, but uh, this is his song um, called, I believe, Legacy. Hey, you guys, when, so, you, when you guys are trying to put your uh, links together and all your social media, just come up with one name. It's going to be so much easier for people to find you. Yeah. Uh, well then I think there it be son. All right. All right. Uh, I'll see you in uh, West Palm. Oh yeah. White folks with money. (laughs) Here we come. God damn it. Drunk white ladies, older, older chest, neck meat looking like alligator stomach. That was from Patrice O'Neill. Um, we out. That's it. Love. Picture me rolling as a legend in them killer fields. Top down, headed to my thumb, method, so you know the deal. My crib sitting on a hill in my hole and drill. Reminiscing about my mama's where we used to chill. I keep a thug policy with no enemies in my inner circle field with their jealousy. Only real city slickers making dime figures. Beds living undercover, steady, full of triggers. From the city where my hood love the snow, where the fiends love to go. Fast money coming slow, you know From a horse steady beating in the door Can you tell me how a thug supposed to grow? Trouble to the sport My real G's figure beer showing true colors Vanished for that jungle puzzle We were true lovers Find a struggle in my eyes Just the two of us When the villains like the rag Going coincide Heavy metal coming out like the 80s But they blow their last breath Like a unborn crack, baby But tell me, God Am I forgiving? Am I good? I'm about to snap Cause I'm black Do it for the hood Trying to see the flame from the hood, never die. Can they tell me why they kill my brother? Heart traumatized, visualize. I got a slide with my thug ambition. Call we're getting women with the softest linen. I notice people slanging and banging in crime zones. Why this record out and playing and hanging on trap phones? It's a real way of life. Sometimes we gotta find us while we out of doing crime. Just the hood showing better love every time. Then the ones that's quick to give us up, give us life to us. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Klein-Schmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. But just cause you said what you said,
conviction. It don't mean shit to me. Don't you think you're being kind of hard on the guy? You go fuck yourself, convict.